Rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. It's that time of the year now Wrigley or Gantee So the whole league that we here now New show with a new mood Discussions and interviews Straight rumors that might be This is Pinwheels and Knife Yeah This is what you waiting for, yeah You can put it on the board, yeah Every season they get all changed Take me out to the bar game This is what you waiting for, yeah You can put it on the board All right, welcome to the Pinwheels and Ivy podcast. Doing a little White Sox post game show. It's me, Aldo, along with Kevin. Kevin, Sox, four to one. First thought. I, th- I thought it was great, dude. I, you know, it's kind of funny. We have two Cubs fans here recapping the White Sox game, but Father's Doe is a little bit <laughs> shout, uh, preoccupied. Shout out right Doe now. drinking, drinking and golfing. Yeah, saw that he's chugging. So hey, that's good. So we wish you were here. <laughs> we mi- we we miss you and and your uh, and your spirit. But yeah, no man, four to one. You know, today was you know, and I know that you know a lot of Sox fans got excited because uh, G- you know Lucas Giolito took a took a perfect game into the seventh or whatever, or into the eighth. Was it eighth or seventh? Uh, into the seventh, yeah. In the seventh, that right? Was, that so at the first hit, yeah. And so, like, and again, you know, that former Cub, ha. Huh? But the uh, the the beautiful thing is that you know, I think you and I, I messaged it in the, in our chat too. Is that when you go into a playoff game, it's your first postseason appearance since 2012. A lot of pressure. Shit's been going a little bit sour. You know, the Cubs series, you know, preceded by, of course, the Indian sweep too. Um, a lot of negativity was out there, and to have a guy go out there as your ace and just simply just shut the door. And give your team an opportunity to get their get their get their bearings, and in a postseason game against a team you know on the road, go, going and carving like that, it allowed the White Sox to get back to what they do best, and that's this is the first time I think in at least you know eight or nine days minimum that I've seen this White Sox team. Um, you know, you had guys that were you know Tim Anderson's doing what Tim Anderson does, Abreu's doing what Abreu does. Um, hell, Adam Angle gets in, you know joins the fun too, and so when you have a pitcher that does that, it really does help the guys in the dugout relax and just go hit because they know that they put up four runs they should win the ball game and i thought that that renneria made a you know he probably shouldn't have let lucas go out in the eighth but i think he did a good job of bringing in marshall and then bringing in um bummer who got the job done and then obviously in the ninth that was that was cake in the ninth um so that that was a, i think that that was a clean game all the way across the board and you know what i only judge really in the end how a manager judges a uh, or runs a a postseason game and i think ricky renteria managed a pretty near perfect game today so you know give credit to, to everybody up and down First thing, and uh, I mean, it's, it started right off the bat. And like you said, Tim Anderson again, and he had those comments about, you know, I think it was on Monday, he said something about, uh, you know, the A's didn't do their homework uh, starting at lefty game one. Mm-hmm. And uh, the game two starter for the A's, uh, Bassett, he's like, you know, once in the once you get to the postseason, it doesn't matter uh, what your numbers are, you know, it's you know, whatever, whatever cliche you have to get, get it done in the playoffs. <laughs> but we saw right away Tim Anderson. Getting the job done, gets on base. I think three, four times, uh, including the first few times, getting the pressure on. Uh, and then Adam Angle, uh, the, one of the big uh, uh, things pregame for Game One was Eloy was he's good enough to be on the roster, but he like got worked out pregame. 
was not was not uh, like a hundred percent to go because he still felt some discomfort in that foot. So we get Angle out in right field with uh, Larry Garcia, and then Adam Angle home run, and then he had like a double two that finally chased Lizardo. But speaking of managing, and I guess it's just all around because like I mean, uh, you'd have to think that this kind of goes up to the front office too, deciding mapping out how you want to go with your rotation. But I mean, it goes back to the manager starting a lefty when the Sox all season long are still undefeated against left-handed starters. And I, I know I said I brought it up uh, during the during the preview uh, Monday night with Zoe how maybe it was a little trap. You know, maybe they're just going to pitch him for like two, three innings and not let him face not let him face the lineup a second time through. But they did. <laughs> and then what happens? Jose Abreu just fucking nails another home run <laughs> off of him. So I mean, I tweeted out everyone saying it. I have no clue what the hell the A's were thinking, tossing out a lefty there. Game, especially game one. Like it's like, all right, fine. Maybe like you win game one, and you throw out the lefty game two to see like what he has. What are you doing? Like everyone knows it. Everyone knows the socks kill lefties. Everyone's saying it. You throw out a lefty, you get killed. You kind of deserve to lose. Uh, Jason Bennett had a great video because obviously the socks aren't like the home. None of the home broadcasters are doing the games, but. How yeah, uh, Steve Stone tweeted him or texted him during the game, and he's like, uh, right before Abreu's home run, he's, he texted Benetti. He's like, you like you can't pitch to you can't pitch to Abreu. Next pitch was the two run home run <laughs> that puts it at three zero while Giolito is rolling, mm-hmm. and that was basically that was basically the game. Um, that's most that's most postseason games. Better pitching if you hit home runs, you're gonna win. Mm-hmm. Um, so boneheaded move by the A's, deserved to lose. Just stupid. The only what thing you- I could think the A's were thinking was, let's get this fucking lefty out of the way, <laughs> so we don't have to worry about Maybe. throwing the lefty. The rest of the- I don't know. They're- I mean, at least give credit to the A's for being who the A's are. They didn't shy away from wh- whatever's worked for them. But you know, it- then it's a bad matchup for you guys. Sorry about your bad luck. You know, the- the- and you know, I guess you know. I don't know these three game series. There's no set real uh, strategy that we know of that really exists because it's never happened. So you're really just playing to win a series. So I don't know. I mean, this is great for the White Sox to get out there. And and this is, this is, this was a, a, a this was a, a bell to bell win. I mean, this, they, there wasn't a moment in this game where I felt the White Sox were in any danger. Um, even in that inning, you know, in the eighth inning or whatever, it, it didn't feel like they were in danger. You felt like that, uh, that Marshall was going to come in. He got, he actually got the double play ball earlier. Uh, ball just was hit too soft, you know, got one of the runs in. But at that point, you know, and then he gives up, you know, he gets another ground uh, line out and then, you know, he gives up a base hit and they go with the lefty and Bummer comes in and gets the out on, you know, field, you know, fielder's choice. You're out of it. You go back and you get to your closer and that's when the door's shut anyway. I mean, you're, you're that, that feels like it's over at that point. I thought that was, that's huge. And for Giolito, I mean, uh, it was mentioned early, early on, he didn't really have his like great stuff. He was getting, I think he only had, what was it? Like two swings and misses or something. The mm-hmm. first like three innings or so, uh, the first couple innings, uh, I mean, there was like some hard contact in the first inning. I think there was a couple lineouts. The fastball command wasn't really there yet. Which, and again, like we always say with uh, with your great pitchers, you know, what's the cliche? You have to get them early. You know, get a, get them in the first inning, or you know, they're going to get in a groove. And that's what happened with Giolito. Mm-hmm. He finally did get that fastball command, and then with that changeup, I mean, he's 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 unhittable, and he was through six innings, perfect game through six, until Estella's single. Um, Probably, probably should have been done after seven, but it's fine. You get the four nothing lead. And I think that was that was also huge with the Grandall home run. I think that was mm-hmm. I think that was basically, uh, you know, Ricky being like, "Hey, 
we got a four run lead. Like things have to go immensely terrible yep. for things to blow up here in the eighth. Mm-hmm. Give the guy a little more confidence, and it's fine. You know, maybe take it out, take him out after like the first single. I know it was just like a ground ball; it wasn't like a hard hit ball or anything. But uh, wins a win. That's a back end one swinger too. I mean, you can't. You'd yeah. have to get one. I mean, you could lose with you could tie with one swing, but you can't lose, which is mm-hmm. a comfy spot. I also thought it was you know you say. It's interesting to think that you didn't think he was dominant and missing barrels yet. He, you know, he finished with eight K's, which is great, but he, he, uh, he had 19 called strikes, 13 swinging strikes, 18 foul balls, and then 14 in play strikes. That is sharing the baseball. I, I actually, I didn't, I didn't expect to see his K numbers that high, uh, seeing the eight, I, cause it felt like he was just giving the ball around, which is in a good way, um, sharing the baseball. So that's, that's what an ace does. Um, what other, so again, Tim Anderson, great. I think he had three more hits. The home runs. Abreu, again, again I, I have no clue how, why are you pitching? I think there was, I mean, first base was, I think there was two outs in that inning uh, when he hit that three-run home run. I mean, if, if only third was one. I mean, first base is open, set up the double play. What are you doing? Uh, oh, look who we what? got golfing joining. Zoe? We get golfing we zone? We got joining what? the show. Hey, it's now. You get wasted, Zoe. Yes. We're going to zoom in and just on Zoe. <laughs> oh, no, it's all you. Did you get your tour card yet or what? We're working on it, folks. We're working <laughs> on the tour card here. First, we got to hit this. We're about 100 yards out. I just wanted to jump in, say that's a huge win. Aces do what aces do. And it's so much easier when you just hit a buck ton of home runs. So. <laughs> All right, boys. I Question for you, though, before you shot. go, real quick. Hey, so are you so excited about this White Sox win today that you're not actually using your clubs to hit the baseball, but no, your wood? Golf clubs. Oh, you don't – okay. Well, I, I figure you're using your wood, so. Um. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, you guys take it away. I got to hurry up, but I just want to pop in. That's one, baby. Calling the course. Calling the course ranger now. You're slowing the play down. Thanks, Zoe. That's what a special a, what appearance. A what a drop was a Special. Really special. And now a word from our sponsors. Uh, I don't know where was that. That's right. Tim in many ways. <laughs> uh, I mean, this was this was your class. This is what we saw from the Sox when they were on a roll through like most of August, uh, pretty much like almost all of September. You get the great pitching. You get your home runs. The bullpen locks it up. Um, I mentioned it a little. I know that the. The A's are no, I mean, they've had like the best records in baseball. They're not a pushover, but the offense was really struggling at the end, and we kind of saw that. The other thing is the Sox, like Zoe said on Monday, the, the Sox have the one two punch that can just win you games. Um, the A's, as we saw, don't. Uh, and again, I have no clue why you're starting a lefty against a team that has all season killed lefties. Uh, but speaking of left handed starters, game two. Dallas Keuchel is going to be against Chris Bassett. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we got into a little bit yesterday, but obviously, you know, uh, starting with like first seven years or wherever it was with, uh, with the Astros. So obviously he has a lot of experience playing in Oakland and against the A's. I think he's made like 22 total appearances, 20 starts against them, 3.06 ERA. He's been phenomenal this year. Just ground ball machine. Uh Sox, Sox have the swag back. I mean, we saw it at the end of the Cup Series when they had that Saturday win, the comeback that kind of fell short on Sunday. But the offense looks like it's back. Tim Anderson, again, you can say, Kevin, what does he do? 
He's the straw that stirs a drink, man. He's he he's 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 it, man. He's he is the outlet that everyone plugs into. I love it, man. It's 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 uh again, you want to see it from these guys. Why are they the only one heading? Yeah, what's, what's the deal here? Oh, where's where's Mr. Aloha? They're all drunk. Is this I mean, are they all watching some other post game show right now? Is is this is, is is that what it is, Dad? Did did the penguin tell you to do it? Um no, I don't know. I I, I see we have a decent amount of viewers. Where are you? Where's your comments? Or is right, uh right. is the periscope right, well, thing? Is- chat with us. It's all right. I mean, we got a comment early on from a uh, little yumper, and he's just kind of he went a little he went a little quiet, a little quiet. Well, we did yumper, see that he's. We did get the Zoe appearance, and the answer is not yet, as based on the video that we got to see, but not yet. <laughs> but it's early. It's still only five thirty-eight. Uh, but yeah. Uh, any thoughts on game two? You think it's going to be the same thing? I, well, I think you see what a team comes in, and I think a you get you know you get some uh, you get some good momentum at least. You know the White Sox can go to sleep tonight, but they are you know it's not going to get any easier. You're going to face a guy that's you know six in the AL and ERA. He was five and two. He's got a nice whip. Doesn't give away too many pitches. Um, misses some barrels uh, decently at least. Um, you know I mean he threw what? What did he throw? Fifty one innings pitched. No 50, 63 innings pitched. Fifty five K. So he's about a K an inning, and you know he doesn't walk up ton of guys. So I mean you've got a guy that you're going to have to you know. Uh, beat and his last what one two three four his last four outings he he won um and he was really good uh nowhere one run running his last four starts so you're running up against the guy that's pretty he's running pretty hot right now um but how you know what is his postseason like you know postseason just changes everything you know i say flip the switch it's this is flip the switch time for everybody and so some guys flip the switch some guys break the light bulb so you never know who's going to show up you know you could be a kershaw who never shows or you could be someone that's like mediocre in the regular season and all of a sudden is like a, a game changer in the postseason. So White Sox are going to have to grind. Uh, I, I know that Nick Magical is probably not going to go 0 for 4 again. It's weird seeing him with a zero batting average because we now are into mm-hmm. a new season. But I don't think that'll last very long. I think he's going to be very valuable at the bottom part of that order against the guy that does. You know, runs will be at a premium this next ballgame. I think Dallas Keiko's got to go out there and, you know, do his job. He's got to keep it under, you know, keep it about two runs, maybe give up maybe two tops, maybe three if you're really pushing it. But um, to get another good start, quality start out of a starter in a three-game series, you're going to put yourself in a really good you know, position to win a, a whole thing. I also think uh, if the White Sox are in a are leading, because I don't – I know he went – I think it was – I don't think he went that deep. Let me look this up before. I was going to say, I think if the White Sox are in a position to clinch it tomorrow, uh, Tuesday, I think we're going to see Garrett Crochet for at least winning, just have that change of pace guy who's just going to blow the lineup away. Uh, you know what? I take that back. He actually did go. He went six innings. Uh, I'm talking about Dez Keichel here. His last start, he went six innings. He did throw 93 pitches. I was thinking about the start before that when he came back from the uh, injured list. You know, mm-hmm. so he gets, he, he's fully stretched out. He's good to go. I, I, expect, I, I basically expect to see what we saw after – uh, the A's went to the bullpen for game uh, for game one on Tuesday, and that's they have a very good bullpen because it's a lot of righties. And again, Sox they just they have troubles against righties. Uh, Bassett, like you said, on a roll, won his last four. Looking at those numbers in his four starts in September, twenty six and two thirds innings pitched, zero point three four ERA, twenty five strikeouts, five walks, only gave up one run. And that came on a home run against the Rangers. So yeah, I mean, you're, it's gonna be it's no. It's, I don't think we're gonna be seeing the uh, uh, like the three the three home run game from the Sox 
but it's gonna be a very close one. Uh, and like you said, I don't think at any point on Monday, once the Sox or on uh, Tuesday, I'm sorry, uh, once the Sox got up three nothing, it was pretty easy. I, obviously, when you have a guy again throwing a perfect a perfect game, it's gonna feel that way. But it it never it never felt like the A's were gonna do anything. Even even like you said in the eighth, when they got first and third. It's like, all right, you get a run there, and then it's only four to one. You get the get another ground ball, innings over. It's, mm-hmm. uh, the A, the A's, the A's lineup is just it's not the same without Chapman. Uh, that's a huge loss yeah. for them. So, um, I, I I'm not going to do guarantees here, but I will say things to be a tight, 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 tight game, tight game for you, Sox fans. That tomorrow you're gonna you're gonna really feel that playoff baseball. I think that as your seed, it's gonna be yeah. Bite your nails, but uh, got to buck the trend too. They were they were below hot five hundred this year in one run game. So if they can come out there and capitalize on one run game and win the opposite and take the other side, they're going to be in good shape. But yeah, dig in, dig in tomorrow for a dog fight. Maybe dig in for the first extra inning game in, in major league playoff history with the international tiebreaker because that game could go down and could go beyond. If I mean, if both teams are carving and it's it's a two or three you know three three game late, you might get to see that first postseason, which sucks, but. Who knows? I think that these, this kind of game might play out in that kind of way. It looks like it, it could kind of shoot towards a, a, a kind of a neck and neck all the way through. One last thing I want to ask you. Um, I think at this point, Adam Engel has established himself as the starting right fielder. Um, he's getting done. And I mean, Mazar just isn't good against righties. He's actually better against left-handed pitching. So it's not like it's like, oh, we're going to start Mazar against uh, righties. He's not that great against them anyway. So I think you have to go. I think you have to stick with Engel. He just keeps getting hits. Obviously, the mm-hmm. defense is a lot better than Mazzara and right left field. Do you push it with Eloy? No, I mean if you if you got if you got a DH him, you can DH him, but you don't push it with his. You're not going to put a guy out there out there trying to trying to run down baseballs. He's gonna he could not yet. Okay. When he's 100, percent throw him out there. He can go up there and still hit at 80 percent because that ankle don't hurt too much when you're trotting. Just saying. So if you can go out <laughs> there and put a baseball hard, you know, hit a baseball hard and hit it out of play, you know, kind of leave the yard maybe you'll be able to take care of that foot just fine. And so that's what you're looking for for him is him to walk into one or two. You know, and if you put him in the DH role and he walks into one, he's done his job for the day. One for four with maybe a two-run jack, you call it a day for him. Um, but uh, no, I don't think you throw him out there in the outfield. I think you got to keep Lure out there. I, that, Willie, you're, you're right. you got to keep him out there. I know, Willie, you're saying that. Uh, there's also, I mean, you, you just had, well, Grindel's going to go back to catcher. Um, so I guess the bet you're taking out is McCann, which I guess is fine. I mean, you, you'd rather want uh, Eloy than McCann there. Uh, yeah. There it is, Matty Mitch. Yep. So pretty. You are correct, sir. I think game one pretty much went how everyone thought. Uh, he had the pitching uh, matchup advantage again. <laughs> I'll never. I mean, it's so. I sometimes I know. I know David Ross. I guess David Ross talking about specifically about uh, people criticizing Chris Bryant. But I know we're all just sitting here on our couch, you know, watching games, questioning managing moves, <laughs> what guys are doing. But I, sometimes it's too easy, and I guess it that was too easy. I don't know. Uh, just doesn't make sense. You got you got other guys who can throw for you. You throw out the lefty, the team who kills lefties. I don't get it. Good for the Sox, though. Great win. And I think uh, White Sox fan, can't, fans can kind of exhale for a second and know that their team showed up and didn't throw out a, a stink egg. Uh, or a, a stinker in the postseason. They they got they got to win one. Exhale. Now you can just simply say, look, you're off the Schneid. You played your baseball. 
your team is right there. And that looked like, like I said, it's looks like it looks like the white Sox when they were playing well today. So breathe. Yep. It's a brand new season. They flipped the switch. There's a mental changeover that happens when the postseason starts from the regular season. Let the guys just roll. Trust your guys. Trust, you know, don't overanalyze every, you know, don't be a results based criticism. Cause you know what? The moves are the moves when they're the right moves are the right moves. And when they don't work, they're not the right moves. So you just gotta, you can take it with a grain of salt. Everything worked today. That was textbook paint by numbers. All the way across the board, fantastic job by the managerial staff with handling how, you know, other than maybe sending them out there, great job of handling everything, you know, perfect calls, everything was done. It's a win. Now tomorrow's not holding another day. Postseason, everything gets magnified. So are they going to make the right decisions tomorrow? Are they going to push the right buttons tomorrow? We'll find out tomorrow, I guess. Uh But enjoy it. Enjoy it. Yep. For all the Sox fans joining us right now on the live stream, we're going to try to do these after e hopefully after every uh win or loss after every game uh for the cubs and Sox, for cub fans stick around we will momentarily do a cubs preview against the marlins but for kevin this is aldo and for uh what, what, what would you call it the uh like featuring zoe i guess with yeah, his golf drop dropping featuring, featuring pga zoe pga that's what he needs to change it to now mm-hmm. uh, so yeah for all three thanks for joining us See you Wednesday. Free build of the favorites. We here for the latest. Yeah. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. <laughs> it's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantee. So the whole league that we here now. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Straight rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season, make it all change. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season, make it all change. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. Can put it on a boy, yeah. Put it on a boy. Every season make it all change. Every season make it all change. Take me out to the ball game.